0: Section one hundred and thirty-five of *Loss of the Sultana* by Chester D. Berry. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section one hundred and thirty-five, William Went. I was born in Prussia, Germany, March eleventh, eighteen forty-four, and enlisted in the service of the United States at Romeo, Michigan, May twenty-fifth, eighteen sixty-three, in Company L. 8th regiment michigan cavalry and was captured at knoxville tennessee november fifteenth eighteen sixty three and confined in the pemberton hospital and libby andersonville millen and blackshear georgia prisons at the time of the explosion i was on the hurricane deck next to the stairway leading up from the cabin deck there was just room for four of us there were john p day company l eighth regiment michigan cavalry george meade twenty first regiment michigan infantry john kiney eighth regiment michigan cavalry and myself i was awakened on the twenty seventh of april eighteen sixty five by the water splashing over my head thinking that the boys were throwing water i jumped up to see who it was when i heard the cry of fire Then I spoke to my mates and told them to get up, for the boat was on fire, at the same time getting my clothes ready, still being half asleep. John Kiney got up and stepped backwards and fell into the river. George Meade did likewise, and I have never seen them since. I did not see John P. Day until we met in Memphis, after we were picked up. When I got wide awake the boat was burning quite fast. I took in the situation at once. I was not able to swim. I started to go down to the cabin deck, but the stairs were gone, so I walked down on the wreckage towards the water's edge. There were some that had pieces of the deck, and I tried to get on with them, but they were already crowded. I got a blind from one of the cabin doors and went back. It seemed to me as though the boat was lying on its side. Just as I was going to let myself into the water, I came in contact with something that seemed to be a scantling, and for fear that the blind would be insufficient to hold me up, I took that also. Now came the difficulty to get out of the crowd, for it was very densely crowded on that side of the boat. I had no sooner got onto my blind... THEN SOMEONE JUMPED ONTO MY BACK, TAKING ME DOWN UNDER THE WATER AND LOSING MY HAT. BUT I STUCK TO THE BLIND AND SCANTLING. FINALLY GOT OUT OF THE CROWD AND DRIFTED DOWN WITH THE CURRENT, FOR IT WAS VERY STRONG. I HAD NOT BEEN DRIFTING LONG WHEN I SAW A LIGHT FROM A BOAT THAT WAS GOING DOWN THE RIVER. SOME OF THE BOYS WERE HAILING IT. I DON'T KNOW WHETHER ANY OF THEM GOT ON OR NOT. I kept floating on down the stream until I came in contact with some limbs of trees. I grasped one of them, and it happened to be very lucky for me, for the water was deep there, and my blind and scantling shot away from me. It was just beginning to get light, and I began to look around me. Many of the boys had landed here, some on driftwood, some on trees, and some on a little log hut close by me. About 10 o'clock a.m. a a steamer came up the river and picked us up. I was so benumbed that it rendered me helpless for a while. They took me on board and carried me back to a hospital in Memphis. Occupation, Farming Post Office Address, Pack, Michigan End of Section 135